Hello, 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 hello. It's Michelle Leslie of the First and Fabulous Life. And we help the people of God manage the challenges of life through the practical application of healthy living by simplifying healthy eating and movement. That was a mouthful. <laughs> but I want to come on here and I wanted to talk about um, some of the rhetoric. It's kind of the anti-networking, anti-MLM rhetoric that I've been hearing around social media, some YouTube videos and stuff like that. Now, I want to be perfectly transparent when I say that I am um, I'm part of a network marketing company. Um, I have done network marketing in the past. I won't say that I was a top earner or whatever other kind of rhetoric is used to describe su successful people in network marketing. But I just wanted to come up, just kind of be transparent and let you know that, yeah, I'm part of one. And I um, got behind the products because they work. They work for me. They work for my family. And so I said, okay, I'll represent these products. You know, and having said that, you know, I hear a lot of, um, you know, talk, like really just kind of bashing network marketing as a business and MLMs as some kind of pyramid scheme. Now, if you go on my blog, The Fierce and Fabulous Life, you'll see that I did a whole article on um, whether network marketing or MLMs was real business. Now, um, I happen to agree that it is, but let me tell you why. I think that if you work any, first of all, know the business you're in. And if you work any business um, hard enough and smart enough, you can be successful at it. Anything you work long at, long enough at, you're going to see some kind of, uh, some kind of results from good or bad. <laughs> you could have, you're going to get some results, but a good business person can um, determine right away whether or not something is, um, is, you know, a good business move or whatever. Let me get to the point of this video because I really don't want to spend a whole lot of time on it. Here is the thing. This is my philosophy on whether or not network marketing is something you should be a part of or not. If you try a product, it happens to be part of a company who has a network marketing division, and it's good and it works for you, whether it's a product or a service or whatever. And there's a lot of stuff out there. There's skincare, there's, there's health products, there's supplements, there's um, financial advising, there's all travel, all kinds of stuff. And if you find something that works, it's effective, 
Um, you're getting great results. It's improving the quality of your life. I say get behind it. I say if there's an opportunity for you to share this value with other people and they and the you know the compensation plan is good, get behind it. What do you have to lose? But the way you present these products, I don't necessarily think it should be through the business opportunity. I think it should be through the products themselves. And more um, specifically, it should be through the products that you've tried, that you've used, and the way that you've used them, and how you saw good results, right? Um, not necessarily advocating the whole product line. I think that's that provides you with a certain amount of transparency, and it provides you a certain amount of credibility when you're presenting these products to other people, when you're telling a family member, girl, you should try this shake, or you should try this supplement, or you should try this financial advisor, or this financial method, or you should try this skincare. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that you need to, um, I need, you need to present it in such a way that, um, that says, I tried it, these are results, so you can speak to your own story, right? But that's my approach. I think you introduce people to products, and then if they really enjoy it and they, they get great results, then you suggest that they get behind the products, join your team, whatever, Okay. But here's where I'm running into a problem with some bad rhetoric around network marketing. Now, again, I opened this up saying, yes, I'm part of a network marketing company. I represent some products that really work for myself and my family. And so I decided when I got really good results that I would share this, these products with other people. So I said that in the beginning, right? That's how I approach it. That's how I approach, approach my business. One fundamental thing that I've learned about being in business um, for the last five years, okay, is that you've got to really believe in what it is that you set out to do when you make up your mind to build a business of your own. Or at the very least, Build some plan B, C, D's, E's, and F's, okay? Which I represent as um, multiple streams of income, okay? And billionaires before us have advised on making sure you don't just rely on one business or one job, but making sure that you, re that you have multiple streams of income because... What is certain is change. And if change in the economy makes you lose your job or one of your businesses, at least you got other things you can fall back on until the recovery, you know, <laughs> time comes along or is over and you're back on track. So that's how that's how I present um opportunities to people or products I leave with products and then if it works for them I present the opportunity but what I 
I'm having a problem with is that people are, they're like anti-MLM, anti-network marketing. And I'm like, it's okay to be that. But don't present it in such a way that makes you come off as damaged goods. So, for example, I'm listening to this chick. And I always give people the benefit of the doubt because I'm a critical thinker. I like to see what people got to say. Maybe I'm not looking at it all the way as I should. And basically, I do this. I check the opposition to check my own bias. (laughs) Right? So when I hear somebody get on here and they're talking stuff and and this one particular young lady was misrepresenting a video, or rather, she was misrepresenting what the lady in a presentation video was actually saying on several occasions. I got, I, I kind of um, perceived the person who was touting the, you know, anti-MLM flag as unreliable and damaged goods. I perceive this and at this point I'm a, at the time I'm doing this doing this episode I'm 25 mi- minutes into a 36 minute video which is not um really representing why someone shouldn't get into network marketing or MLMs um, really well, okay? She's not really presenting the case for why you wouldn't do it. Now, again, um, one of the things that I was hoping to hear from her by this point is the video she's using as exhibit A is that she would say something that was patently false or a lie or misrepresentation of the facts. She hasn't done that yet. In fact, what she did say in the beginning of the video was that the young lady that is in the video, so this is a video within a video, the young lady that was presenting her opportunity was suggesting that her girlfriend, who was opting to um, to spend $2,000 on the same thing that she could get um for a lot cheaper, maybe 10% of that price. She was the young lady in the video that the young lady, the let's call her Lady A for lack of confusion, but Lady A who's making the anti-MLM claim is using the Exhibit A video um, is suggesting that um, The lady in Exhibit A's video is saying, well, that's kind of crazy. Why would you spend $2,000 when you could spend $200? That doesn't make sense. Um, Needless to say, 
the young lady, her girlfriend, had a conversation. They managed to get the the girlfriend to take the $200 option and um, actually get the girlfriend to join the team after a lot of conversation. The lady, the anti-MLM lady, was suggesting, although it wasn't evident in the Exhibit A video, was suggesting that the lady in the video who was having this conversation with her girlfriend who eventually joined her team was coercing her girlfriend to join her team because the 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 exhibit a lady was just trying to make money for her organization within a network marketing company There's no evidence that there was a whole bunch of coercion. She might have convinced her that that was a better choice, but there's no real evidence that there was any holy um, coercion um, involved. It seemed to me to make common sense. If you could get something for $200, the same thing that comes in a $2,000 package, I personally would be taking the $200 option. So that was the first instance of kind of mischaracterizing the video that she's using that the anti-MLM lady is using um, as evidence of why we shouldn't do this. Okay. Um, Another more notable mischaracterization that I call, and like I said, keep in mind, for anybody who would say that I'm network marketing leaning or whatever, I don't really care if you join one or not. It doesn't matter to me. Um, but the, the mischaracterization that I think this young lady, uh, the anti-MLM lady, anti-network marketing lady, is saying is when she's mischaracterizing the presentation lady, um, when um, she says in her video, I don't care what you're going through in life. If you really want this, you'll work your business like a business and and you'll figure it out. You'll make time for what's important to you and this, that, and the other thing. That's what the lady in the presentation video was saying. So the anti-MLM characterizes that as how can you tell people to neglect the everyday things things that are going on in life sometimes more things are more disastrous than others how can you tell people to neglect those things to build this business so that you can make money here's the deal i understand that some people when they get up and they do these presentations and it's frankly like it's a bone i have to pick what even some of my business partners they get really passionate about what it is they're talking about and really passionate about why they're doing what they're doing and the kind of business they want to build. 
that sometimes they say things that are not carefully thought out. So I'm going to give her that. I'm going to give her that. I'm going to give her the anti-MLM pause to, to consider what this young lady was saying. But I would offer this. I would offer that, God forbid, you know, any of you should lose a loved one considering this pandemic that's more that could be that could happen more likely than not let's be real god forbid you lose somebody you really love it's your mom your dad your auntie that you were really close to a grandma your child your husband your wife god forbid they should succumb to some awful accident or some long-term illness that just claimed them one day and now you have to make arrangements, funeral arrangements, how to put up their final effects, take care of their house, do whatever it is that they need to do. And you've got a regular job. You've got a regular nine to five job. Some level of responsibility that you have to this job. And God forbid something like that should happen to you. And you've got to do the funeral. You've got to figure out how we're going to get, you know, all the personal effects distributed or sold or donated. There's a lot to do when somebody dies. And if you're working for a decent company, they'll give you three days off for grievance. For not grievance, but, you know, um, Whatever they call it, you know what I mean? Whatever they call the three days off when somebody dies. Get three days off. They say, we understand. We're so sorry. They'll even send a fruit basket to the wake. But I'm going to get real with you. Bring your ass back here on the fourth day and bring me proof that somebody died. And you would readily do that. You would have no problem with bringing your ass back to work when once you put your loved one in the ground. You would have no problem, none whatsoever, making sure you meet the responsibility of that job because after all, that's your sole source of income. So you got to make sure you report on that fourth day, bringing all the paperwork that proved you were out for three days because your loved one died. And you would do it with no question. I believe that when this young lady said in her video that the anti-MLM lady was saying, I believe when she said, I don't care what's going on in your life. You got to deal with whatever's going on with your life and get plugged back into your business. I believe that is where she was coming from. And my question is, if you've got a problem with that, if you got a problem with the way that this young lady presented that in that video, right? You got a problem with people telling you to come back after three days when you put your loved one on the ground? That's my question. Because you're going to do that. You're going to go back to work. You could be coming to work puffy face, snot nose and everything, but you ain't losing your job. 
Because ain't nothing that that loved one could do for you now. You going back to the job. Unless, of course, the only exception that there would be to that is if you were with your job for a long period of time and maybe you had, oh, I don't know, five weeks vacation and you had some other time or whatever the case may be where you can, um, you can use up that time to do what you need to do. But you can't go beyond that. And I dare say, having had some trauma in and um, in my life, where I've lost people, there were times I couldn't even take no time off. I had to just cope. <laughs> but I was at that job because it was my only source of income. I've been to divorce, losing children, you know what I mean? People dying and had to show up for work. Because it was my only source of income. The thought of not doing that was like, well, what are we talking about? Of course I got to go to work. And you're not even thinking about it. You're not even thinking of the alternative. Because you got to do what you got to do. And I believe that the young lady who was presenting in this particular video that the anti network marketing MLM lady was using as exhibit A was to illustrate that point. And I just feel like um, it's one thing. Those are just two points in the video, to be honest with you, that I found to be a gross misrepresentation of what the message that this um that this the presentation lady was trying to convey um and i think even if you know you've been burned i get it no two companies are alike i think if you've been burned and that's okay it's okay to admit that in these videos that tend to, you know, bash um, network marketing or MLMs or whatever, and frankly, irresponsibly equate them to pyramid schemes. I would encourage you to go to the FTC's website, ftc.gov, federaltradecommission.gov, and do the research for yourself on network marketing. And understand the difference between pyramid schemes and network marketing. Or I even I outline it in my article on my website, thefearsomefabulouslife.com, on the difference between, um, you know, network marketing and um, pyramid schemes. And I encourage you to read it. Do your own research, you know. Because at the same time, there was one more thing that she um, mentioned, which was um, she took issue with the fact that this particular um, network marketing company um, called their distributors health coaches. She took issue with that because she believed that 
those who signed up as a coach, who spent a little money and signed up as a coach, should not be able to designate themselves as coaches. Now, um, there's no certification attached to this. There's no certification body that um, governs who can call themselves a coach as opposed to not a coach. Um, um, but the reasoning behind that, in addition to that, the reasoning behind, her reasoning behind them not being able not that they shouldn't be calling themselves a coach is that you can find uh several free workout videos on YouTube that you can work out to and she claims that all of these free videos are led by certified personal trainers I don't know that to be true is what I'm going to say I don't know, so I'm not going to speak on that, but I don't know um, that to be true. I don't know if YouTube has terms and conditions under which someone who is training someone who is doing a bunch of exercises on YouTube, if they have to actually be certified personal trainers in order to have that kind of video up. I don't know that that is true or not, but I do know is that um, if somebody is in fact certified with NASM, I think this ACS, I want to call it, um, there's a couple of certifying bodies out there. NASM is one that I'm most familiar with, and frankly, I'm trying to get my certification I want to get my CPT and my nutrition certification from them because um, they have online courses that I can take, which makes it really convenient. Um, but um, I don't know that they that YouTube um, personal trainers or more to the point people who do exercise videos on YouTube are required to prove that they have certification. But what I do know about the young lady who was presenting in the video that the anti-MLM lady was using, that those people are those people in her company that do lead complete workout programs are certified personal trainers. The young lady who's hosting this video to kind of, you know, dissuade us from not joining one of these companies is suggesting that you can get hurt at home doing these at-home videos. My question is, couldn't you get hurt at home doing these at-home videos that are streamed via YouTube as well? So it's okay to not like to have an experience, a bad experience with some network marketing company, MLM, whatever. It's, it's fine to say that. But what I'm going to need folks to do 
is I'm going to need folks to represent the facts in an honest way, an honest and transparent way. I told you again at the beginning of the video, or rather at the beginning of this episode, I told you, yep, I'm, I'm part of a network marketing company. Why? Because I tried their products. I got incredible results, not just for me, but for my family too. I said, I'm going to stand behind it. Is it my main source of income? No. But I decided for me that I was I could stand behind this and I will recommend it to anybody who's looking to improve their health, improve their nutrition, improve their, you know, whatever. You know, their ability to move, whatever. I will recommend, if somebody come to me asking me about that, I told you who I was in the beginning of the of the video, if somebody wants to come to me, I will talk to them about the opportunity to use these products. I'm not necessarily going to push the business opportunity on them because I patently believe that um, how you get how you get into a business for something that you haven't even tried yourself. How do you do that? <laughs> that doesn't make sense and it's not sustainable to me. So... Um, I just wanted to put this out here because I'm not one to get into people's videos and comment and tell them that they're talking a bunch of BS. But when I see stuff like this, I like to put content of my own out and get feedback on that. I just feel like, and I'm welcome to have a conversation like, you know, with people about my position on certain things. But there's usually a good reason behind why I say what I say. I can point to the time and place and calculation I made that says, oh, I should do that. Um, have I always been that way? No, but certainly in the last five years that I've been in business and creating you know, several income streams for myself, I've learned a lot. And, and one of the things, and again, one thing I can agree on not necessarily with this particular young lady that I was watching her video today, but I would say that um, giving these impassioned presentations about the opportunity and this, that, and the other thing and how you could change your life and yada, 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 it falls flat on um serious business-minded people and serious business-minded people who really want to make something move forward, really want to build something. They want the steps to make it happen. They don't want to pontificate on some, you know, ideal of what it's going to look like. You know, I want to make a million dollars this year. How I do that? Like, that's, that's the kind of time they want. They're not on some, they don't have 45 minutes to listen to a video that just has somebody either belly aching, which is the, the case that I'm watching here, or the, uh, the alternative where you have somebody just sitting there just talking about butterflies and clouds and sitting on a cloud because, you know, I decided to stick to it and, and, and now I'm seeing the 
you know what I mean? Um, the fruits of my labor. Um, so, but I think there's a middle ground between the two of those. I think if when you're thinking about building a business, first of all, you got to be a little bit crazy and that's okay because you're going to be the type of person who wants to take risks. You're willing to take risks because the reward is so big. But if you're not on that kind of time, there's absolutely nothing I can say or that other young lady could say or anybody could say. Because you're the kind of person who has a little bit of common sense about how money is made. And you know what's going to work and what's not going to work. Because your integrity is going to dictate to you how I'm going to approach people. Personally, nothing does better to tell people about an opportunity than sharing your own story. You understand what I'm saying? So that's all I had today. I just kind of wanted to um, put a new message out there. A new, more, um, I don't know, logical, reasonable message out there about um, network marketing, multi-level marketing, whatever you want to call it. Um, um, there's other ways to, you know, make money as well. Affiliate marketing, there's a bunch of that out there, perfectly legal. Um, and not, you know, really drive the point home um, about the difference between that and pyramid schemes. And Madoff went to jail for pyramid schemes. And I'm not even saying that all network marketing, multi-level marketing companies are all created equal. That's why you got to do your research. You got to do, you have to have enough capacity to say, you know what? I tried this thing at my friend's house. She offered it to me. I kind of like it. But let me see if this is something that I even have the time or inclination or capacity to even entertain before I sign up. You know, nothing worth having is going to come quick. You're going to have to work for it. You're going to have to work hard for it. You know what I mean? And I would encourage you to look behind, you know, to look at uh, Jeff Bezos' story. Um, uh What's his name? Um, Steve Jobs, um, Bill Gates, Oprah Winfrey, you know, Will Smith, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith. People who you know, you know, came up and are relatively successful. And talk and 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 look into their um, origin stories. And understand, without a doubt, the kind of struggle that each of these people went through to get to where they are today. It didn't happen in a day. It didn't happen overnight. It's not going to happen like that for you. It's not going to happen. It hasn't happened like that for me. It's an unrelenting belief that... I'm going to put this time into something I truly, truly believe in. I truly believe will help people. 
that is going to get me to the other side. And, and just like this spirit of not giving up, not giving up on myself, not giving up on the dream and doing everything in my power to make that come true. You know what I mean? So I just, I just, you know, with this video, the whole purpose, and I keep calling it video in this episode, but with this episode, um, I just want to encourage people to just be, to think a little bit more critically. Don't be so quick to dismiss things and don't be so quick to accept things. I encourage you to do your own research and determine what's right for you. And particularly when you're doing, um, if you're thinking about doing network marketing, I would even say to you, align yourself with somebody who's going to show you the steps as opposed to showing you, um, you know, pumping a bunch of idealistic rhetoric in your <laughs> airwaves. You know what I mean? Because the steps are going to get you the way you want to go, not a bunch of pontificating rhetoric. That's not going to do it. Anyway, if you like this, share it with somebody. Share, share it, if I can speak now. <laughs> Tired. Um, but if you like this, share it. Subscribe. Rate it. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know your thoughts. Um, I'm encouraged to hear, to see, to see them and respond. Keep it classy. <laughs> Keep it classy because I will delete stuff that's disrespectful. So you need to know that. Um, but definitely, I hope this helps. I hope this helps because I feel like there's a lot of people who um, are looking at stuff and taking it for gospel. And I want to encourage you to use your own mind that the good Lord gave you to make decisions about what's right for you. And not necessarily listen to other people. I'm telling you what's right for you. And I, the intent behind this particular episode is to do just that. Not tell you what to do, but tell you, but encourage you rather to do your own research to, to so that you can determine what is right for you. So thanks for listening. And I'll see you in the next episode.